Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Bedlam Hall role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is the terrible tale of a simply dreadful birthday party. It was written by David Kiza, Kizia, and it's available from DriveThruRPG. It's running on the Bedlam Hall system, which is based on Powered by the Apocalypse. Our master of the house is Holly Buto, and this is a one-shot. Before we begin, we have two new patrons. Rutherford Q. Church-Walsh has contributed $5 to our club, and Zaza Pinard has contributed $7.50 a month to our club. Uh, you guys are keeping us going. Thank you very much, Rutherford and Zaza. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Holly? Thank you, Tom. It is a terribly gloomy and cold February 14th, 1919. It is the birthday of Lord and Lady Blackwood's youngest daughter, Matilda. And you are all tasked with organizing a birthday party for her. But first, a few questions for you. How old is Matilda turning this year? Nine. Okay. What special birthday confectionery is being served for her special day? Ask Frenchie. A blood orange cake. Blood orange cake. Who on the staff has been feeding Matilda since she was locked up in the attic for the last year? Where? Chef. And who did she attack to cause her household incarceration? Me. Chauffeur. And before that? Mm, she bit me ankle. And before that? The valet. Mm -hmm. Violet, sir, Violet. Has she ever broken loose? There are many ways out of the attic. That's one of the difficulties. All and how did that happen? Mm, she unblocked a chimney on one occasion, I believe. Mm. Oh, yes, and she pried up some floorboards above the uh, the uh, nanny's quarters. That, I believe, ended poorly. Who on the staff does she hate the most? Everyone oh, hates Virgin. Oh. <laughs> I barely I barely interact with the girl, but she did bite Beauregard. Okay. And Beauregard, what happened between the two of you? Oh, I was just tended to my lists and she clamped on like a dog. Took three good shakes before she let go. Surely you did something to uh Make her bite you? I did something after. I jumped around and started cursing. <laughs> mm, very well. So on this terribly gloomy day, I would like for each of you to tell me what your morning looks like. What are you doing? What are your duties? We'll start with Kudgeon. It's Gudgeon now. Um, Gudgeon. Apologies. Kudgeon is something you use to beat somebody over the head with. Something that I wish that I had occasionally. 
Um, my morning starts the same way every day. I make sure everything is in order. Uh, there's a birthday party to be here today. I had to make sure that uh, all of the decorations were going to be placed in the proper positions, that uh, uh, Monsieur Charpentier was uh, cooking his orange, uh, blood orange cake. Uh, I checked with uh, Beauregard to see that uh, all of the rooms would be cleaned thoroughly and uh, the restrooms, especially downstairs, so that if there were guests, which I seriously doubt, um, that they would have a clean place to do their business. Um, other than that, I've just continued to watch over everything. Very well. Beauregard? Yeah, there's a lot going on today. I uh, have to do all of the normal duties. I uh, have my team that I send out, I assign as I see fit, trying to also prepare for a birthday party. Um, and besides that, there's a window I need to replace in the sitting room. Uh, I'll probably go take a look at that right away. Very good. And Bentley? Well, on occasions such as these, Lord Blackwood needs clothing that is presentable, but not readily damaged with the tossing about of cakes and other sweet meats and possible bitings, and there could be other verminist children on the estate. So it's choosing clothing that is presentable, but relatively hardy, and of course, checking on his supply of laudanum as young people make him exceptionally morose and tetchy. Those are my immediate thoughts before I bring his coffee to his lordship. And chef? After making Lord Blackwood's breakfast, I then dump the rest into a gruel for the rest of the staff and begin squeezing oranges, go to the ladder and start bleeding the stuck pig to make the blood orange cake and begin mixing other flour together to begin the birthday. And Mr. Lee. So I am to arrive at the Blackwood Estate at 7 a.m. sharp as to serve my duty as the primary driver for the Blackwoods. So I start my morning at 6 a.m. at the local diner in town, enjoying myself. And basically, I'm a regular there. But today, I go a little bit earlier because they have uh, requested that I drive around for birthday materials between the town and the estate. Excellent. We'll start with Bentley. Bentley, you bring uh, Lord Blackwood his morning cup of coffee. Um, and he's not in his quarters. Uh, it doesn't even look like he slept there last night. Mm. Uh, but you know that he can often be found in his library. And when you go in there, it it does indeed look like he has been up all night. There are books strewn about. Uh, strange drawings on paper that is all over the floor. Uh, when you enter and he just looks up, ah, Bentley, yes. Good morning. Good evening. Good morning, my what lord. What time is it? It's 7.15, my lord. Uh, I must remind you that Miss Matilda's birthday is being celebrated today. Thus, oh. I brought you some relatively 
stain-free garments. Wonderful. How old is she? Uh, she will be nine today, my lord. Mm. Very good. Nine. Good nine age. years. Most of them, of course, in the attic. Ah, it's a crazy little girl. <laughs> Children shouldn't be playing in attics. What a strange place to be. Bentley, do you tell me, do you happen to know ancient Sumerian? Ancient Sumerian, my lord. Um, I'm sorry to acknowledge that that is not part of my training, although I do have an acquaintance at a university library not far away whom I can contact if it's of immediate import. Tell me, my lord, none of the staff have gone missing in the last few hours, have they? Has it been hours or days or... That that last scullery girl, what was her name again? Bentley? Was, I don't even... Uh, her name was Tabitha. Uh, Tabitha Black. Oh, whenever that was. Oh, yes. It's been a few weeks then, sir. Very good, sir. That that experiment went horribly, Bentley. She was no good. Uh, I would like to... I Don't worry about your friend. I think I have a, a, a decent handle on all of this. I think, you know, I could... One really just needs to be able to pick out the letters and things like that. It doesn't really... Text is... It's overrated. I, I found this new ritual of sorts the last time I was on safari, and I think I would like to try it. I'm not sure if it calls for a cow or a man. The symbology here is, is a little puzzling. Let's start with a cow then, Bentley. How about that? Uh, just a full-grown, fresh cow. Have one ordered from the village for me. Certainly, sir. I'll speak to the gardener about getting a farmer to bring you a fresh... Is it a female cow you need, or a bullock? Ah. I feel like it won't matter, whatever the cow the farmer has. Perhaps a veal calf would be easier to move about. I feel certain that it must be a full-grown cow, Bentley, but I also feel confident that it does not matter what the gender of this cow is. Male or female adult milk cow. Very good, sir. Uh, given that there may be other children on the premises today, in addition to young Matilda, I have uh, set aside some of your relaxation pills there in the upper left pocket of the vest. Um, if you'd like to... Uh... There will be other children. Bentley, she has such a terrible disposition. I don't think she has any friends. Well, I suppose it depends on what Lady Blackwood thinks is involved in a child's birthday celebration. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Have, uh, have Cudgeon or Beauregard or such talked with her. She'll, she'll know what to do. Mr. Gudgeon, my lord, yes, I'll show you so. Uh, would you like uh, to um, change and shave and whatnot now? Shall I come back for you after your coffee, sir, my lord? No, that, that would be excellent. That would be excellent. And the uh, the gazebo, I think, that will be the perfect place for my ritual. That will be it. The, the gazebo. Uh, do you think, my lord, that uh, the ritual and the uh, birthday celebration are appropriately Joint activities, my lord. It's educational for the children, Bentley. Very good, my lord. And entertaining. 
I shall inform children. Mr. that uh, the gazebo will be in use. Uh, what, children what, may what, do, what? Bentley. Let's start with the cow, though. Yes, we'll begin with cattle, certainly, my lord. Uh, I shall inform Mr. Gudgeon that the gazebo will be required. Do you know what hours your experiment will take place in? What does this symbol look like to you, Bentley? This feels relevant to time. Tell me. Uh, it looks uh, like a, uh, a terribly damaged corkscrew, one that would need to be discarded, I should say. Well, the Lady Blackwood tends to take her first glass of wine around three. Let's start then. Very good, my lord. Uh, after your coffee, we'll be back for the further um, <clears throat> administrations. Perfect. Okay, let's go. Uh, who is going to fetch Matilda this morning and bring her her morning breakfast? That may have to be me. Ah, very good, Chef. Um, so you climb, you make the long climb up to the awful attic. It's rickety and crickety and dusty and goodness. When was the last time Beauregard sent anyone up here? Um, you give a little knock as is customary. And uh, the little voice of Matilda. Yes, who is it? It is Jacques. Le chef. Come in. I slowly open the door, being sure to keep my eyes focused on the ground, as I know Matilda gets rabid when you make direct eye contact. Beauregard's tragic mistake. You do hear a bit of a skittering noise when you open the door, uh, although you don't really see anything. Um, so to lay out the awful attic, um, it is covered, the walls are covered in drawings of a very large black spider. You can also see deep gouges and scratches along the walls um, near the pictures of the spider and going up toward the ceiling. And aside from the bed and a few toys and uh, vanity, there is a large mirror that has been in the attic for as long as you can remember. What did you bring me for breakfast, chef? Ah. Le Hog's head. Thought that would be your favorite for such a special day. That is Mr. Widow's favorite food. Thank you, Chef. Where would you uh, like me to put it? She kind of waves toward the vanity next to the mirror. I'm assuming I'm only seeing a shadow, perhaps cast from the ceiling, that's gesturing <laughs> in that area. Yes. <laughs> and again, keeping head down, one hand sort of at my side, carrying mm -hmm. the hog's head over. As you pass the mirror, I'd like for you to roll for Ignore the Strange. Okay. And is that... Is that composure? Roll plus composure. It okay. is roll plus composure. That would be a six in total. Ooh, ouch. Uh, you can see in the mirror for a second 
some large, hairy, looming thing behind you. In fact, it almost reaches out with its terrible mandibles to take a bite. And then you kind of shake shake yourself free. Take a trauma. I hate this job. Chef, would you please tell Beauregard that I want my birthday party in the gazebo today? Uh, oui, ça c'est bon. All right. So, um, Mr. Lee, you are running around fetching some things for Matilda's birthday party. What all are you gathering? Well, for some reason... There is an excess of balloons that needs to be picked up. I've I have eight cartons full that I've counted so far. So that's gonna be quite the quite the amount of work to blow up. That's gonna take forever. All right. So you Yes, you get lots of balloons. Is there anything else you get before going back or going to Bedlam Hall? Probably a flask of whiskey. <laughs> a long day ahead. All right. So you arrive at Bedlam Hall with crates and crates of balloons. Who do you leave all of those balloons with? Why, with Mr. Gudgeon. You're muted. Who is muted. Yes, bring those in here. Yeah, I'm, I'm always muted because... Opening your mouth and talking is, uh, is something that you should never do unless you're asked a question. Please bring them inside. We'll uh, move them into place. Uh, the staff, uh, the other minor workers on the staff. Those there, with those there. Yes, you're going to blow them all up. Oh, so this would take no no time at all for such a commanding staff that you have. Uh, a staff that you command, Mr. Gudgeon. Thank you. Well, I do have to inform you that there are... Uh, I still have to get the rest, because that was only a third of the order. All right. Um, well, um, I'm not sure exactly when the birthday is going to start. Um, well, shouldn't you know that? Well, I'm I'm actually looking at the GM and saying... Well, that. we are going to say you all kind of converge in this shared staff space for a moment. There's so many balloons. Um, the Blackwoods have not really given you clear direction on when Matilda's birthday party is to take place. Well, say three o'clock in the gazebo. Any objections? Any that sounds right, Mr. Gudgeon. Bentley and Beauregard, you are with them. All of you are together at this point. Mr. Gudgeon, uh, his lordship is attempting a ritual involving cattle in the gazebo at 3 p.m. Whether that's a suitable shared activity with Miss Matilda's party is uh, um... your opinion about uh, well, let's see. Um, perhaps we can hold it in another part of the house. Um, the uh, Excuse me, Mr. Gudgeon? Yes, sir. What's the probability of building an entirely another gazebo before 3 p.m.? 
Um, do you have the resources to do such a thing? I believe the, the Blackwoods do. No, I believe they have money. Do you need carpenters and planning departments and? Uh, uh, well, surely that would be that able to uh, solve the issue of the shared space. It's not possible to do in seven hours. No. Okay. I believe. But we could do a garden party somewhere in the garden. Yeah, oh, it's, it's too it's cold. cold. It's February. It's, it's raining. And it's How about the conservatory? We could use the conservatory. Paler than usual and seeming shaken, uh, Jacques shakes his head. No, no. La petite fille. Eh. Yeah. And you notice that he seems to be actively searching for the French word. Uh, up with it, man. El gazebo. We, we already have saying? a room set up for you. You want us to move everything out into the rain? Boy. Are, are, are you saying that she wants the gazebo as well? Boy. Well, it's juggling. Uh, we'll do the party at one o'clock. And uh, I don't think it would take any longer than that before uh, the master of the house can use the gazebo for his uh, occult experiments. On a oh, cow, you said? Um, that's at least a component that he's requested, yes. Who's going to bear this news to Mr. Blackwood? Lord Blackwood, please, Mr. Lee. Lord Blackwood. What? What news, Mr. Lee? The news that you're making sure and making making changes to his daughter's birthday plans. I don't think even though he, he said any, otherwise. I don't think he said anything whatsoever. He's probably Well, if you're okay know. with that, then I'm sure you'd have no problem talking to him. Of course not. Mr. Lee, I run this household. Yes. Okay. Speaking of which, Mr. Gudgeon, do you know if Lady Blackwood has invited anyone to come to Matilda's celebration? Well, once again, I'm not sure that any of them even realized. Uh, I will have to check with her as well. I don't it recall invitations it... going out. Mm. Whom, indeed, would she invite except for what does she call her friend, Jake? What does she call her? Mr. Spider, you mean? Mr. Widow. Mr. Widow, that's what it is. Um, yes. And do I remember hand-delivering invitations to this birthday party maybe a week ago or two weeks ago? <laughs> Seems like the family completely forgot about her birthday <laughs> until very, very recently. So I think that we should all plan later in this afternoon to wear small party hats and wish uh, Miss Matilda a happy birthday. Uh, excuse me. I'll go talk to Mr. Blackwell. Blackwood. I'll get the rest of the crates in the house. Hello. 
Oh, we we should arrange for some sort of gift for the child. But regard, this like is about the time you um, take care of Lady Blackwood in the morning. She's a late riser. Does she need me to do for her? Um, bring her something to eat first thing in the morning. Just tend to her, make sure that she's up and dressed and uh, All right. Yeah, great. Uh, I'll go to the kitchens and get a nice platter. And Chef, what does sure. Lady Blackwood usually take first thing in the morning? She would typically take absinthe with a sugar cube and then with a stale beignet, which I call a scone. <laughs> Very well. So... Uh, Beauregard, you bring Lady Blackwood up for her food. She is kind of morosely laying about in bed. Beauregard, oh, thank God you're here. Yes, uh, good morning, milady. Your breakfast. Who made it? I, the cooks. Do you think... The cook may be in on it, Beauregard. Hmm. In on what, my lady? I think someone is trying. Is they're out to get me, Beauregard? You heard about the the late Lady Blackwood's passing a decade ago, of course. I think, I think someone's out to get me now too, Beauregard. I've, I know that anyone, it happened. Have you seen anyone in the family talking to anyone in the staff in an unusual manner? No, I, I can't say that I have, milady. It's, what, what are you talking? Your mother? You're saying something peculiar happened? No, of course not. Lord Blackwood's first wife, Beulah. Hmm. You, uh, she looks okay. at you when you said, of course, I haven't heard anything. She narrows her eyes now at you. It's, oh, give me that breakfast then, Beauregard, you're useless. And that this better uh, not be that crap, whatever that crap that chef has been serving me now for the last couple of days. This drink is horrendous. I don't know what's uh, gotten into that man, but... He doesn't know how to serve a proper wine, and you'd think the French would, Beauregard. It's ridiculous. Uh, should I take it back to him? No, no, no. This will be fine. This will be fine. What? What is? What is? What is going on today, Beauregard? Is there anything that needs uh, my attention? No, no. There's uh, this window that's been bothering me. I just can't figure out what broke it. But uh, um, oh, it's uh. It's the, the kid's birthday. So. Bagatha? She's in London. No, no, the, the littler one. Uh, oh, uh, Matilda. My goodness. Yes. How old is she now? Oh, I don't know what a munchkin must be. Eight. Mm. Feels like just yesterday. Well, mm. 
my goodness, the poor girl. She just, the terrible temperament on her. I know she doesn't have any little friends to come. Have Mr. Lee go and fetch my sister and Matilda's little cousin. Um, That should be a good showing. And maybe have, maybe have Gudgeon call the village and invite some of the children. All right. Right away, my lady. Thank we'll go you seek them very out. much. And Beauregard. Well, yeah, yes, my lady. I've got my eye on you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of there. Um, okay, Gudgeon, you're going to relay to Lord Blackwood the unfortunate. Yes. Uh, yeah, you find him in half dressed in his library, bustling about. Draw- yeah, Bentley is kind of chasing after him, trying to get him to put on a tie or a bow tie. What is it, Gudgeon? Yes. Good morning, Mister Blackwood. Good. Yes. Good morning. Yes. What is it? Um, we are we are uh, organizing the birthday for young Miss Matilda. Um, she has requested the gazebo. Uh, am I to understand you are going to attempt an experiment this afternoon? Um, would you mind if we moved it to the conservatory? You'd have more room. I did, did, did Bentley, for God's sake, just give me a moment, please. I um, give it's her birthday. She's been in that godforsaken attic all year. Give her what she wants. We'll make it work. Make it work, Gudgeon. We can both share the space, surely. Yes, sir. It's not a large gazebo. No, it's not a large gazebo, especially for a cow. Uh, well then, sir, um, perhaps we shall use different times. The party will be at one, uh, your experiment at three. That's but you're fine. Sure, Perfectly you're fine. Sure there's enough, you're sure there's enough room for a large bovine in the gazebo? The conservatory would be quite adequate. No, no, no. It, it's, look at this. Look at this gudgeon. I, this... This symbol here, I think it's a gazebo. It's the gazebo, uh, Gudgeon. Make it work. Is that your ancient Sumerian text? Do you read Sumerian, Gudgeon? I, I don't, but I'm familiar with it because oh. of the years I've spent with you. Um, you do have a lexicon in uh, in the downstairs uh, library. My God, the lexicon! And he just throws his papers and he's run down the stairs. You could have waited until he got his trousers on, Mr. Gudgeon. Ah, well, everything is proper for the Lord. And uh, Mm -hmm. I, uh, whatever he wants or does, it's his own business. Do you suppose bring some sort of canopy or something from the house to the gazebo so that everyone isn't drenched with sodden rain for the party. That's a brilliant idea, Mr. Bentley. Uh, we'll have uh, Mr. Lee uh, bring some uh, tenting. Very clever, Mr. Gudgeon. I suppose I'll take the trousers downstairs now and see if I can slow him down long enough. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, Gudgeon, that's uh, there. You are. Uh, the lady asked that you find some children for the birthday party. Yes, sir. 
All right. Uh, did you there? tell her it will be it will be at one o'clock? Oh, uh, I'll tell her when I see her I'll later. I'll tell uh, her. Do you... I'll tell her. I do need to know see where, her. Uh, anyway. Where Mister Lee's off to? Uh, probably to get more party stuff. Um, right. We need to get uh, some tenting and some uh, well, some presents, mm-hmm. uh, party favors, if you will. All right, go about your business, and uh, I will. Uh, I'll go in to see her. Okay, Lady Blackwood. Yeah. Good All morning. Right, we'll Mrs. come back to that. We'll come back okay. to that. Just a second. All right, Beauregard, you're going to Lee to talk with him. Yeah. So Do you find him hauling crates of balloons. <laughs> oh. There uh, must hey, have uh, been some kind of miscalculation on the order. Oh. There must have been. I, is there more? Uh <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll I have to make a couple more like. trips. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll come with you. Um the the lady had a special request of you. Uh she would oh, like well, you it? to go get her sister and Matilda's cousin for the birthday party. Oh yes, yes. I know the most efficient route. Yeah. Have yeah. uh has the family called ahead? I don't believe they have. All right. Okay. So Mr. Lee, are you headed off to get the Lacurgis family? Yes, yes, I am. Excellent. Um, Chef, what, what what would we find you doing right now? Well, the rest of the staff went upstairs to busy themselves with the lords and ladies. I went back to my domain in the kitchen, checked the pig is about half dry, then went into the Blackwood wine cellar and catacombs to find a way to steady my nerves and uh, have some peace and quiet. Mm. So you go down into the the deep, dark wine cellar. The wine cellar, it connects to the catacombs. It's easier for storage. Of course. Um, as you're pulling down, I'm assuming, the Blackwood's finest wine for yourself. Um, you see something in the corner of your eye. But you do look. It's just a a coat rack just sitting down here. But you thought for a second you heard a little bit of skittering and scurrying. Mm, oh dear. Ah. Does this relieve any trauma I may have experienced this morning? I need to be at my tip-top, although not quite sober, to finish this cake. Um, no. Bon dieu. At <laughs> least the wine is delicious. At least the wine is delicious. Okay, Mr. Lee, you head off to the Lycurgus family. Um, you know that Mrs. or Lady Blackwood's sister, Abstinence, and her young son, um, Erebus, uh, live alone uh, in in a country home not that far away. Um, Abstinence's husband died in the Great War, tragically. As you pull into the driveway, 
I would like for you to make a serve the house roll. Roll plus your fortitude. Oh, five total. Oh. So as you're driving in, as you're pulling into their driveway, the thin, pale form of Erebus Lycurgus kind of appears right in front of the car, like running right in front of you. You have to swerve. (laughs) You have to swerve very sharply in order to avoid him, and you hit the fence with the Rolls Royce. Trauma. As you hurt yourself quite a bit, you get a nice deep gash on your arm, but also Lord and Lady Blackwood are not going to be very happy about that. Oh, no. Erebus leans into the window. Erebus is blonde, extremely pale, gaunt, and he looks at you and just openly coughs in your face. (laughs) Mr. Lee, it's good to see you again. Hello, Master Erebus. I'm here to pick you up for the birthday party. Are you? Yes. Will you do with me as you did that man so long ago? His big eyes just staring into your soul. I have no idea what you're talking about, young master. Mm. Where is your mother? Um, at this point, you see abstinence lurching out of the home. And clearly, she has already been into the wine this morning. Oh, Mr. Lee, it's so good to see you again. And she kind of drapes herself over you a little bit. Uh, I've I've heard we are celebrating dear Matilda's 15th birthday. Good for her. Yes, yes, we are. Please, make yourself comfortable. Excellent. And her and Erebus get into the back seat of the car all right back at the blackwood home lady blackwood and mr gudgeon uh you find her dressed in her room in fact she's she's getting ready to leave her room when you find her oh gudgeon good good you've been with the family for a long time now haven't you 16 years madam you know what happened to mrs or the late lady blackwood don't you Someone yes, was I in do. on it. Who? Who was it? Someone has been talking to someone, haven't they? Have you seen anyone talking to the staff in an odd and unusual manner? Well, Lady Blackwood, there was no evidence whatsoever that there was any kind of foul play. Um, did you tell me what she, how she died? I can't remember if you had said it. Allegedly the late Lady Blackwood died in a tragic badminton accident. Ah, yes. Um, it happened rather surprisingly on the badminton court. Uh, she was in this tremendous folly with uh, Muriel Puse, and as uh, she went back to uh, hit, the, uh, hit the badminton, she stepped on the ball, lost her balance, and unfortunately cracked her head. Um, the doctors tried to save her, but she couldn't be saved. Why? Do you have suspicions? I think someone is planning something. Gudgeon, you must tell me if you see anyone suspicious. If anyone acts suspiciously, I must know about it. 
Of course, madam. Do you have any... any ideas about who it might be? I don't like mm-hmm. the way the cook looks at me. I don't... I distrust the French gudgeon. I distrust them. He makes we wonderful dis- food, but I don't trust him. We all distrust the, the, the cook. However... Despite my own general dislike of the man, he is a Frenchman and he is a cook. He would rather die than adulterate anything that he creates in the kitchen for consumption. So I don't think that he would ever try to poison you. He does make that delicious roast on occasion, doesn't he? Yes. That roast. It's so good. I'm told he's making a, a blood orange cake for Miss uh, Matilda's birthday. Does she like that sort of thing? What an odd girl. I don't know. I haven't seen. We, a lot of the uh, decorations have arrived. I'm hoping that Mr. Lee did his job and got black and white uh, balloons, and not colorful things. Mm. Uh, well, you must see that this has been done correctly, Gudgeon. You know we trust you to run the home. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, if, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, so the the party is scheduled for one o'clock in the gazebo. Uh, we're going to Excellent. bring in some tenting. We're going to bring in some tenting so that the people can pass uh, through the great hall uh, out the uh, French doors into the gazebo directly. Uh, without uh, having to get exposed to the uh, the weather. Excellent. That's an excellent idea, Gudgeon. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Ma'am. <laughs> so at this point in the day, you all are preparing for the party and however it is that you see fit. So what are all what all are you doing? I'm popping oh, all the yellow, point. green, and blue balloons. <laughs> Even though I feel like I have better things that I should be dealing with, I have to set up a second birthday party. So I'm personally moving all the stuff with my fellow workers so through the hallway of tents that's yes. being built around us. <laughs> <laughs> and Bentley, what are you doing? Once I managed to get his lordship properly attired which took well into the late morning. I made a couple of phone calls and arranged for a couple of deliveries, things to surprise the child for her celebration. Something I think, uh, well, some things I can show my lord for his approval as presents. And some other things for the household to make the whole affair a bit Gayer. Make a serve the house roll. Fork food. Plus one. Wow, we are terrible. My plus one also a five. Hmm. So you hope you've made good and adequate arrangements for the family and for the um for matilda's birthday we'll see how that works out um mr lee uh are you bringing abstinence and erebus straight to the blackwood home 
Of course. And then I'm going to sneak away for a quick lunch in the village. (laughs) All right. So we'll say you drop the two of them off. And what would you like to do in the village? Well, I'd love to go into town and go to that same diner that I haunt. And I'd love to chat with some locals. All right. What do you want to chat with them about? Well, first, I want to see what they think about the Blackwoods, because rumors are food for the soul. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you... Go ahead, go ahead. I don't don't like uh, Mr. Gudgeon. Do the locals know any rumors about him? (laughs) All right. So, and how do you ingratiate yourself to the locals in order to get them to talk to you alcohol of course alcohol uh, so i'm carousing yes you're carousing alcohol greases the wheels so you um etiquette that's what it yeah make an etiquette roll or a persuasion i'll let you choose let's oh yeah when i'm not doing my job i'm doing a great job so i got an 11 all right so we'll say you gain a suspicion about Cudgeon and you gain a suspicion about someone in the family so uh, an older gentleman um speaks with you and he says that Cudgeon I've been here a long time I remember when that Cudgeon arrived into town oh tell me more I tell you I tell you that Cudgeon he wasn't a Cudgeon when he arrived wow Went by the name it? of uh hmm, he's he's thinking on it. Brownlow, I think. Don't know why he came into town under a different name, but ain't right. Ain't right. I'll drink to that. And to the Blackwoods, um, mostly you you learn to stay away from Lord Blackwood and that the the staff of Bedlam Hall or Bethlehem Hall as it truly is. Um they they go missing at pretty alarming rates. <laughs> um so you uh yeah you learn maybe maybe giving Lord Blackwood a, a wide berth is is wise. Yeah. Um, sh- Good. My my plan is to keep my head low and do my job. So not don't stick out. The nail that sticks out gets hammered down. <laughs> Chef, as you are working away at the blood orange cake, um, abstinence and Erebus kind of pass through the kitchen. Abstinence teetering a little bit from side to side. Well, hello there, Chef. She's uh, a little bonjour. breathy when she talks to you. Seems normal Tell to me. me. could you... Pour me some of that fine wine I know my sister has in the cellar. Of course, mon cher. And I will grab the half-empty bottle of wine that I had already started and then finish it off and then place it with the label facing near her with a very heavily poured glass. (laughs) You are so dear, chef. She ah, merci. Rests the rests the hand, not very uh, proper, but you know, just just toting, you know, towing the edge there. She kind of rests her hand on your hand for a little too long. For someone named Abstinence, she's pretty handsy. <laughs> Erebus oh, stares at your is like playing with your knives. 
and he's got like a knife and he's 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 just got the point just kind of twisting a little bit in the palm of his hand just a little bit ah mon dieu i want to rush and try and grab the knife from him uh yeah grab it from him uh make a hmm. let's see how well that ends for well that goes for you um make a guide their direction roll which is roll plus persuasion oh good my minus one skill (laughs) okay it's minus one so that would be eight okay so you uh the he considers your suggestion but and he stares at you hands over the knife (laughs) face (laughs) and um very well chef i can do this but i want something in return Embrasse mon cul. What? Uncle Blackwood has a book in his library that I want. I don't know what the name of it is. It's it's in some funny language. Lots of symbols. Uh, He gives you the vaguest description possible. Ah. Ah. C'est bon. Monsieur Beauregard will be sure to fetch that for you. You, chef, I want you to get I it must stay in the kitchen to make the birthday. I will be sure to send house staff to fetch this for you. I will do this for you. Fine. Bentley, as you are working to get the home in good order. You see Abstinence and Erebus arrive. Uh, Matilda runs up to her cousin, tackles him to the ground in a a sweet childish display of affection. And uh, she says, come, Ari, I found a very cool looking gun in Papa's trophy room. Um, How old is young Master Erebus? Seven. Sickly lad. Oh yeah. Easily cornered by this attic monster. Uh, I shall follow and make sure that the blunderbuss is not fitted with any cartridges. Excellent. Bogart, not in great pace, mind you. Very fun. Very well. Beauregard, what are you doing? I probably just finished uh, setting up that gazebo. So and um, so the gazebo itself is rickety and old and has a habit of dripping water at odd times. There's an old local rumor that it weeps. Um, there's a strange circle of stones kind of symmetrically circling it as well. Um, how do you decorate this rickety, sad, falling down gazebo? Oh man, I I hate this place, and I hate the little girl. <laughs> so I'm probably just uh you know focused more on getting it here, and then just okay. kind of wherever. 
like half blown up balloons, oh, yeah. like half heartedly blown up, just kind of hanging. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell someone to, to touch it up after. That's all the effort okay. I'm putting to. Very well. Very good. Um, as you are setting up the gazebo, I'd like for you to make an ignore the strange roll. All right. I rolled a two and a four. Oh, not great. I don't really know what that means. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see for a moment in your, um, or no, sorry. Let me roll that back. On the grounds, you can see the form of Erebus, the little boy. You know him, you've seen him. Standing on the roof, at the edge of the roof. And he's leaning over. And you can see Matilda. Just take one step forward, Aerie. Just one. It'll be okay. You'll fall. I will catch you. And he's on like the third floor of the home. I don't know, Tilly. I don't know. What should I do? <laughs> Just jump. Hey, get down from there, you stupid kid. What are you doing? And <laughs> Just uh, I'll like grab someone and say, get ready to catch this boy. Um, so you run forward to try to catch, you know, like diffuse the situation, and the children are gone. They're not hmm. there. All right, I'll Take let go trauma. of the guy I was shaking and apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a trauma. All right. So, um, Gudgeon, <sighs> what are you doing right now? I am coming down the stairs. Uh, mm-hmm. To survey the work being done, to get ready. Um, and I'm appalled at the half inflated flaccid balloons. Um, I'm just grateful that they're all black. Um, you see Bentley in the room with Matilda and Erebus are kind of half heartedly following along at a pace. And you see Matilda with a giant gun, blunderbuss, and Erebus standing like right at the barrel of it, like looking in. I don't see anything. Stop. I, I raise an eyebrow and then I turn. Uh, is uh, what's the mom's name? Uh, Lady Blackwood. Or abstinence. No, abstinence. Is <laughs> yeah, abstinence. Miss Lycurgus, I suppose. Yes. Uh, she's lounging on a sofa. Oh, Gudgeon, it's so good to see you again. And is she Miss Lycurgus or is she Lady Lycurgus? Yeah, Miss Miss Lycurgus, we'll say. Miss Lycurgus, uh, so nice to see you again. Uh, is there anything I can get for you? Oh, darling, there's many things you could get for me, Gudgeon. Just name them, madam. It's so lonely being a widow, a young widow, Mr. Gudgeon. It's a sad life. Tell Chef, I would like some of that wonderful roast that Chef has made in the last week, if he doesn't mind. Uh, I will speak with him. You're a dear man, Gudgeon. She reaches out to touch you. <laughs> Thank you, madam. And I'll turn and uh, walk towards the kitchen. 
And you find uh, Chef. Um, well, Chef, what are you doing right now at this moment? At this point, the blood is finally finished. I am pouring powdered sugar into it to make the icing. Okay. Monsieur Charpentier. Um, Charpentier. Charpentier. I'm sorry, I've made a mistake. Um, uh, Lady uh, Miss Abstinence uh, has requested if you have any of the roast beef uh, that you served uh, last week, uh, earlier this week, left in the uh, pantry, the larder. Ah, uh, oui. Um, could you fix her up a plate? I'll take it to her. Ah, uh, ah, uh, oui, oui. Uh, ça c'est bon. Monsieur, have you been drinking? Ah. Uh. I didn't want to say anything, but Miss Abstinence is uh, quite handsy and close. It uh, clings to my shirt. Yes. Indeed. Well, step to it. Ah. Uh, wait. And I will go into the I'm... larder with... So I will say this, if you mm -hmm. don't mind me interjecting, Lex. Sure. Um... Direct the staff, Gudgeon. Make a direct the staff roll. We'll see how well Chef follows your direction. That's etiquette. Roll plus etiquette. Etiquette, well, 13, 13 points. Ah, very well. So, Chef, you must follow his directive or lose a prestige. Well, we are out of beef, but fortunately, we still have the package that the valet left for me, Mr. Blackwood, instructed to serve to the family. This will do well enough. It tastes more like pork than anything, but it should be fine. Um, and do uh, you need to prepare that, or? Well, I shall start at once. Very good. And then I oh, shall come Mr. back in, what, 10 minutes? For a roast, my God. I will notify you when it is done. Very good. Where on earth is Mr. Lee? Ah. The devil. Mr. Lee, are you headed back to the house? Yes, I'm going to collect the tents and the white balloons this time, and I'm going to drive back to the, the Lord's estate. As you arrive, unfortunately, Bentley's not well-relayed instructions um, mean that a lot of the village children have arrived here on the grounds almost two hours early. Um, you see lots of familiar faces of young kids from the, the local village. There's one little boy that catches your eye. He oh. looks a bit like a, like a scamp. Can like, I stop uh, them got... all? Can I be like, wait? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I heard that if you find someone named Bogart, they will hand you free candy. Whoa. So, yeah. Let's you go just got to you just gotta tug on them real hard. They're like a pinata. And one of the kids you see, he looks a little bit like a ragamuffin. And he's got big eyes looking around this estate. He's a little shabby. But you can see, you know that look. That look says, 
Cha-ching! And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go with them too. <laughs> and uh, you you see him definitely take a turn further into the home, not with the other kids. What are you doing? Me? Yes. I'm delivering balloons. Um, and I'm going to direct some staff to pick up some other boxes. But while that's happening, once I drop off my box, I'm going to do some sneaking around into some, into the housekeeper's room. Okay. So, so I you... want to find some dirt. <laughs> you head to Beauregard's room? Very yes. well. Beauregard, speaking of you, um, and everyone in the house sees a stream of young children running through the home, pell-mell, screaming, touching things with their sticky hands. And Beauregard, they... Well, actually, Bentley, they run into you first. Who are you, Beauregard? Are you Beauregard? Are you Beauregard? Children, do I look like a Beauregard to you? What does a Beauregard look like? Oh, a bit unkempt, mostly. The party doesn't begin for some time. We were told we could come to the house now. You may come to the grounds now. I suspect that the best thing you could do to occupy yourselves until the party would be to go and play in those mud puddles. All right. So they run screaming. They run screaming outside. Of course, they run straight into you, Beauregard. Are you Beauregard? Are you Beauregard? Are you Beauregard? Uh, get out of here. Don't play on the rickety gazebo. That's <laughs> Kids are supposed to be over there. I made a mess out of everything. Pulling on you and tugging on your clothes. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm not kicking them, but like dramatically trying to walk through and <laughs> just, yeah, yes. Getting, yes. getting help and yelling at them to get outside. Gudgeon, you also see this um, <laughs> mass of humanity of young children running through the home, tugging on Beauregard. Your eye catches a little boy who kind of branches away from the rest of the kids. He looks like he might be up to no good. All right. Um, I'll follow after him. Um, All right. Do I know who he is? Uh, No, you don't know who this little boy is. We'll transition really quickly to Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee, you are going through Beauregard's rooms. Yes. Um, Let's I see what like dirt I can <laughs> dig up. Make a confirmed suspicions roll. So roll plus persuasion. Very well. Nothing personal. I just need some insurance. <laughs> 14. Oh my God. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you... Uh, you... Find in Beauregard's rooms this letter from us. It's it's a very unsavory letter from someone who is threatening him. There's mentions of piracy that they're trying to like. Basically, they're trying to find Beauregard. He seems like he might have a bounty on his head. Actually, ooh, I'm gonna pocket the letter. And actually, what you got? more than you got like a really good success didn't you you also find a love letter and this love letter the the paper it's written on the handwriting of the person who wrote it this is this is a person with a large amount of wealth 
So this love letter is to Mr. Beauregard. To Beauregard. To Mr. Yeah. Beauregard. It's not signed, but whoever wrote to him has a lot of money. Okay. Does uh, Abstinence have a large amount of money? No, she's not a lady. She is just Lady Blackwood's sister. Very well. I'm going to take both. <laughs> All right. Very well. So we will transition quickly over to Mr. Gudgeon, who finds the little boy looking like he just got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Uh, he doesn't have anything. He just kind of looks a little shifty. I I just present myself to him and raise an eyebrow. When I say it, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just looking around. Yeah, he's I dressed prefer, pretty shabbily, you know, just not not a very well-kempt little boy. Uh, the children are out in the garden. Please uh, join them there. Hmm, make a guide their direction role. That is plus persuasion. Persuasion. Got a 10. All right, so, yep, you can gain one prestige, which means you have elevated yourselves in the eyes of the Blackwood family, and the little boy kind of grumbles and goes off to join the other children for now. Um, Chef, what is what are you doing currently? <laughs> the thing about these English, they call any kind of roasted meat a roast. It takes me 10 minutes to make this. I open up my tin of some ground filet and sprinkle around the sides, saute up this little bit of what I hope is pork, and then attempt to bring it up to Miss Abstinence personally and say, ah, bonjour, madame, little lanyap pour vous. All right. Um... I would like for you to make an everything in its place role, role plus etiquette, as you're making this <laughs> paltry meal for abstinence. I have a three and fortitude, and I'm rolling everything but it. Let's go. Big money. Double ones. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, no penalty. You just, you don't notice anything out of order. Seems all like it's in its okay. place. Um, at, so you are bringing the food to abstinence herself? Yes. You see a little boy kind of run through the home and he stops for a minute. He doesn't seem to notice you and pockets something. Like he, he reaches up off the shelf and pockets a little like clock and then runs out the door. Not my job. <laughs> and abstinence... Uh, looks at you. Oh, chef. Thank you for bringing me this delightful meal. Oh, oui, madame. Anything for you. Oh, chef, you're so kind. The French, what manners. Oh, uh, <coughs> oui. <laughs> so, um, Bentley and Beauregard um bentley actually you get uh you can hear um some shouting 
uh, not shouting. The Lord is calling you. Lord Blackwood is calling for you. Um, upstairs, outside, library. Upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah, he's in the library. Coming, my lord. <clears throat> Plot up. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, Bentley. Excellent. Wonderful. Ah, did the cow come? Is that something I should roll for? Um, you tell him whatever you want. Cow's not here yet. Uh, Gardner tells me that Farmer, um, Harridge, uh, Harrow, mm, sending it up by midday. You know, the children are already here. Ah, that's who told them they could come this early. That's terrible. We assume it was Gudgeon. Gudgeon. Um, is there anything else you need for your ritual this afternoon? Yes. Get Beauregard. Damp. Get Beauregard and prepare the gazebo. I need, and he pulls out like a diagram of kind of a, like a, a, a ritualistic circle of sorts. I need it to look like this or this. Th this. Yes. This. Yes, my lord. Um, which of these are the standing stones? Do you know? Uh, there, I think. There and there. And I think this is in blood, Bentley. Do what you must. Is that the... I think the children would be of good use in this ritual, Bentley. No. Too many questions. No, not the children. We got a new stable boy recently, didn't we? Uh, we have replaced some staff of late, yes. Maybe. I... Um, Gudgeon let these children in so early, you say, my God. Maybe him. I'd figure it out, Bentley. Yes, my get, lord. get Beauregard to help you. Yes, my lord. He needs to start pulling his weight round here, too. Rather, my lord. Um, do you know uh, Ms. Abstinence and her lad... Uh, Master Erebus are on the premises as well. Oh, God. Well, if she can keep her hands to herself, it'll be a great day indeed. That would be something more miraculous than most of your efforts have managed so far, my lord. I mention abstinent, uh, Aramis, though, of course, because he is a sickly child. And so... Sickly from birth, but that little that boy just doesn't quit, does he? Bentley. No, he's there's something there's something about him. My lord, that reminds me that uh, ammunition for the blunderbuss. Do you know where that could be found? Ah, I think it's loaded, isn't it? Uh, it appeared to be jammed when young Miss Matilda was carrying it about. Ah, well then it's fine. It's jammed, Bentley. Nothing will happen. A little bit of rest usually solves these matters, I suppose, my lord. Uh, uh, my lord, um, your, your socks don't match. Uh, I'll, I'll fetch you another pair, and then I'll go and speak with Beauregard. Dear God, that's horrible. The ritual calls for matching socks, Bentley. I expected so, my lord. 
Gudgeon. You can hear the voices of Matilda and Erebus in the drawing room. You can hear Matilda just a little bit to the right, Airy, and don't move. Just stand still and you'll be just fine. I'll uh, step into the uh, library. So uh, Erebus children, what's is... What's going on here? <laughs> Erebus is against the wall and he's got like an apple on his head and Matilda's got throwing knives and she's like, just don't move a muscle. Matilda, please stop. Uh, these are not games for the inside. They're games for the outside. Uh, oh, fine, Gudgeon. We'll I, go outside and play knives. It's a bit too cold out there. Why don't you leave the knives here and play some more gentle games than uh, Mumbledy Peg? May I have that apple? I do suppose it's time for Mr. Widow to play his game. Well, you, you have like quite a few Mr. guests. Widow Gudgeon? Of course, madam. All eight of his do legs. You, do you think he would like playing with the other children, Gudgeon? Well, I'm sure he would, but I'm not sure that the children would like to play with him. Uh, children tend to be afraid of spiders. Oh, I don't want to play with the children, Gudgeon. Who invited them anyway? Well, they came because it's your birthday, miss. Fine, Gudgeon. Fine. Mr. Widow isn't happy, though. Perhaps later we'll have a tea party with Mr. W Mr. Widow. Very well. So, Bentley and Beauregard, you've been charged with getting the gazebo ready. And the way that uh, Lord Blackwood gave this order was kind of... Um, a general you know that when he says get x person he just means gra grab people grab people and go do the thing so what do you want to do well beauregard if uh he's got this diagram he doesn't know which way things go i'm waiting for a fatted calf or i'm sorry a mature beef animal to bloody the stones but also you see there are these markings here on his diagram and so we have to carve some of these into the gazebo wood. If you can figure out which of these stones is north, then perhaps. Yeah, north is that way. Um, I, I mean, I just, I need to make these stars and stuff out of the party streamers. I guess I can do that. I got to carve some, okay? Ugh, man, I most of the staff is cleaning up after those kids. Yeah, I'll, I'll do this myself. Fine. Gudgeon, you find Beauregard and Bentley like looking over this diagram, discussing mm. how to properly set up the gazebo. Does uh, his lordship want the gazebo set up now? Um, yes, I gave Mr. him a two-hour window. Yes, Mister. Well, these preparations, as you can see, will take some time. The ritual. And until the until the beef animal arrives, but carving these insignia. Do you think this stone is the one that stands between here and the cemetery? Um, you see, there's two on the map that are near each other. So I thought the gazebo having eight sides. There's no 
top or bottom. I'm hoping that you'll not lose any more staff, Mr. Gudgeon. You know how they've been slipping off. Staff come and staff go. Staff um, are not always adequate for his lordship and uh, Lady Blackwood. Um, Certainly, I don't wish to add to your already excessive duties with having to hire new people to replace. He's thinking of using the new stable boy, you see, in addition to the beef animal. Ah. Well, then, uh, let's make sure that the beef animal is uh, is here and ready. Um Perhaps I should have a, a word with the stable boy. You might. Um, Mr. Gurgeon, do you know offhand how many of these village children, do their parents know where they are this afternoon? Um, I would assume so, sir, but I don't know. Um, I think we're attempting to avoid a pitchfork situation, Mr. Gudgeon, if you know what I mean. Ah. Well, I mean, we've had children here before. Uh, Matilda knows. On their own power. It'll all be over in a few hours, and uh, let's just make sure nothing goes particularly awry. Speaking of rye, has uh, the sister-in-law drunk all the wine in the cellar yet? Mr. Mm. Uh, Bentley, despite uh, your... always here, but, you know, as butler, you're in charge of maintaining the cellars, and Lady Blackwood has noticed that there's been quite a number of excellent bottles going of stray of late. Yes, I'm aware of that, Mr. Bentley. And uh, thank you for explaining to me what my job is. Someone How long have you been here? Mr. Gudgeon. How well, long have I, you been with uh, us? I was valet for his lordship's father, but only came into service here about 12 years ago after you were already Quite bald and gray, I believe. Mr. Lee, we'll transition to you. You've been digging through Beauregard's rooms. As you leave, you run right into Lady Blackwood. Oh, Mr. Lee, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's no problem at all. How may I assist you, Lady Blackwood? Well, I'm concerned, you see. Is have you Please seen her? anyone talking about me to anyone else, but in a in a in a secretive way, Mr. Lee? I think I have. <gasps> I knew it. Who? You must tell me, Mr. Lee. You must tell me who. Of course, it's in your best interest to know. It's Jack. Jack. Who's Jack? Jack. Who's that? The chef. Oh, chef. the one that prepares your uh, your meals. I knew it. I knew something right. was up about that French man. You're always right. Thank you, Mr. Lee. It's so nice to 
understand. Do you think that he's in league with Lord Blackwood? I feel like something's being planned. It's too early to say. Maybe I can do some research for you, if that's what yes. you'd like. Absolutely. You must do this for me, Mr. Lee. Yes. Okay. But in you, no one else must know. Strictest confidence, you understand. You have my word. And I will put my hand out for a handshake. And she shakes it. I like you, Mr. Lee, no matter what Gudgeon says. Only the best for the Blackwoods. <laughs> it's just so nice to have someone in my corner. Thank you. I will, I will always be in your corner. And to that, she leaves, and Chef, you're working in the kitchen, and Lady Blackwood, like, lurks in the doorway, just giving you, like, a, a nasty look. As I'm... <sighs> and she kind oh. of flees quickly. <laughs> I knew it. And you can hear, like, a soft, I knew it. As she as she runs out, you uh, look, Jacques. You or, yeah, Chef. You you kind of turn to Lady Blackwood for a moment, and when you turn back to the food you were preparing, about half of it's just gone. Mon Dieu! I search around the kitchen for rats and children, both equally disgusting, and can't be put into pies. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you find a little boy from uh, from the village uh, who is got pockets bulging. In fact, it's the same little boy you saw earlier, whose pockets are now bulging with material from the home. Like he kind of jangles and jingles a bit as he walks, and he's got like a mouthful of cake. You little bastard! And yeah, I want to come after him. Just grab, pick him up. All right. Yeah, you grab him. You pick him up. You shake him. Things are falling out of his Do you know how long it took me to make that fucking cake? I have to start all over again. Yeah, Gudgeon, you hear, you hear the chef screaming at someone and cursing. Actually, Bentley, you hear that too. <laughs> Would you come come over to the the kitchen doors what is going on in here and you see you see chef with a little boy and he's shaking him it's the little boy you saw earlier and just items are falling out of his pockets you see a a, a candle a candlestick holder you see silverware you see a clock you see all kinds of stuff just pouring out of his pockets as he's being shaken I'm imagining falling into various bits of dough and things that were laid out yes. on the table. There's a pocket Monsieur. watch now in the middle of cupcakes. Monsieur, what are you doing? I come over and I let that child go. No. no. And then I see the, the damage. This little thieving oh bastard ruins a kick. Uh, well, uh, Chef, uh, I'm sure you'll find it perfectly easy to repair the damage to the cake with some extra glazing or icing or whatever. I shall have this child removed, however, and I'll take the child by his feet and give him another shake. <laughs> and then I go and look for Mr. Lee to deliver him back to the village. 
You can't find Mr. Lee, actually. You don't know where he's gone. Mr. Gudgeon, the chauffeur's wandered off. I saw the Rolls Royce in the garage, so he's up to no good, no doubt. Probably stealing some pearls or some other nonsense. I shall deposit the child outside the gates and let him wander back to the village himself. I will go uh, find Mr. Lee. Uh, Jacques, um, I regret that your cake has been damaged. Is there any way for you to fix it? Ah, dear. Maybe with some biscuits or scones or something. It will. Ah, this is my job. This is my life. It will. It will be done. Mr. Carpenter, you, your mouth is quite rosy and your tongue nearly black. You haven't been nipping at the Lord's sherry on this important day of celebration, I trust. He was no, accosted sir. by uh, Miss uh, Bentley. Isotonar. Is that in your window? <laughs> it is in your window. All right, roll. Um, roll. It says plus secret. Um, just give me a roll plus one. Uh, nine. All right. So, partial success, which means you roll with something extra against them for the next scene, and Chef loses a prestige, gains a trauma, and Bentley, you gain a prestige, as you seem to nail exactly what Chef's been up to recently. Hmm. Your staff doesn't seem to be very well under control, Mr. Gudgeon. I shall remove the ragamuffin now, and I depart shaking the child by his skinny ankles. As, I <laughs> As Bentley walks out, Chef is behind him. And I, uh, I head uh, out uh, to the garage to see if Mr. Lee is out there first. All right, we will transition for the moment to Beauregard. Beauregard, what are you doing to prepare the gazebo? So, there are children uh, everywhere. They are in the uh, mud, as uh, Bentley has suggested. So they're filthy now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, while well, they're stomping around this this creaky, leaking gazebo, I'm on my hands and knees carving gashes out of it, trying to follow this diagram. And yeah, like throwing the streamers over the rafters to yep. try and like draw the lines up there too. Perfect. Um, as you are doing that, um, Matilda and Erebus join you. Beauregard, Mr. Mm. Widow would like for the gazebo to be decorated. I want a diagram in the, the ceiling of the gazebo, Beauregard. And she gives you like basically a pentagram. She's like, carve, carve or paint, maybe. A father would probably not be happy with carve. Could you paint that into the gazebo for me, Beauregard? So my knife is stuck in the wood. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can I can carve a thing. What what are you just you playing with the kids? Are you having fun? Happy birthday. I despise them, Beauregard. I want them mm. gone. Yeah? Yes. Do you think you could do that for me, Beauregard? 
Uh, no, miss, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I don't believe that to be within my powers. Mr. Widow. Well, if we cannot do that, Mr. Widow is quite hungry, Beauregard. Do you think that we could find something suitable for him to eat? <sighs> so, uh, yeah, you should, you should go talk to Jock in the kitchen. I think we like something a bit more fresh, although I think Chef has been cooking up some very interesting things lately. I bet Mr. Widow would like that. Yeah, yeah, go go bother him for a while. I have time up on the rafters now. <laughs> Roll for serve the house. Which is plus fortitude. Uh nine total. All right, so you can gain a prestige, which is probably the better of the two options since you're not like you're not with any of the family. So gaining cool. a prestige elevates you in the eyes of the Blackwood family, makes you a little bit more likely to hang around. Nice. Um, okay, so as you're working on the gazebo, we'll say you put the finishing touches. Do you do as Matilda asks and, and put this pentagram into the the ceiling or the roof? Yeah. I, I won't put too much effort into it. Just uh, I'm assuming there's like a center beam or something up there and I just do a mm -hmm. little one around it. A little one. Uh, yeah. uh, a man with a cow uh, approaches you. He's got the cow on the rope. Yeah, somebody ordered mm -hmm. a cow. Oh, oh yes, great. Uh, just, just tie it off down there. Ah, very good. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. I'll go tell Bentley his cow showed up. Ah, man um when you so you you head back to the home and there is also a messenger with a large package package for lord blackwood like a big mm. flat like clothing box you would guess yeah uh yeah right this way i'll get it inside excellent excellent uh you go through the kitchen where jacques is ominously sharpening knives mm -hmm. for some mm -hmm. reason jacques lady blackwood is lurking around the kitchen you can hear her murmuring under her breath about the chef and that she doesn't mm, trust him lady. at all <laughs> are you taking are you taking the box to lord blackwood himself oh no i'll, I'll have uh hand it off to the staff all right um so let's see gudgeon you said you were going to take the boy or you were going to go find mr lee in the the garage is that correct or was that bentley i was going to go to the garage first Okay. And Bentley, what were you going to do? Uh, after I deposited the urchin outside the gate, probably go and assist Beauregard or perhaps check on uh, uh, Lord Blackwood, depending on how things seem to be moving. All right. So the urchin give me any particular difficulty. Oh, he cursed your name and struggled and bit you or, or tried to and scratched you and mm. yeah just being a little nuisance but he's a kid so nothing he, lord he, blackwood hasn't done toss him <laughs> toss him out yes i've probably been collecting bits of silver and things as i walk back to the house of course, of course. little wicker basket where i deposit the attempted mm -hmm. freeze um, okay, so Beauregard, or no, let's go to Gudgeon. Gudgeon, you're looking for Mr. Lee. You go to the garage. Mr. Lee, are you in the garage? Sure. I thought okay. he was upstairs sneaking around. Um, mm, that's done. 
Yeah, you you kind of finished talking with Lady Black. After you talked with Lady Blackwood, did you... Um, we'll split the difference. You head to the garage and you see Bentley kind of moving quickly like he's going to the garage. Oh, Bentley or Gudgeon? Uh, I'm sorry. Lee. Lee, uh, Gudgeon, you see Lee moving quickly like he's going to the garage, but he's coming from the house. Mr. Lee. Yes, Mr. Gudgeon. I will continue. Where have you been all garage. day? We could have we could have used your assistance. Um, what do you, you mean? I was making be... deliveries all day. Um, no, there are some serious gaps in your timing. Have you been wasting time? Why? Why? That is such uh, a nasty, nasty threat. Threat. Yes. Miss, Are you Mr. You're threatening my livelihood here? You're I'm doing being my best paid. Are you? Yes. Why is the front of the the Rolls Royce dented? Well, I'm sure we can keep it on the down low, Mr. Clown Bow, or should I say brown low? What are you talking about? I'm trying to innuendo. Innuendo. Roll yes. plus one. Thank you. <laughs> that is a 10. All right. So that is a full success, which means you get to choose two things. I um, think I'm going to roll with something extra. And I'm going to gain a prestige on myself. All right. Very well. So, And now I'm going to proceed to direct the staff. Okay. Shouldn't you be attending to the party, Mr. Gudgeon? Why is it that everybody seems to think that they can tell me what my job is? I've oh, worked here are you for going to years. lose a prestige? Well, you got to roll no, for it first. Oh, that's true. Direct the staff with bonus die. All right. That is 11. Ooh. So Follow my directive or lose one prestige. Really? Yes. The chauffeur. Yes, the chauffeur. I have dirt on you. Yeah, and I'm going to get you fired in 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right, I guess I lose a prestige. Oh, Does that put so you at zero? Gudgeon refuses. Very well. Are you out of your mind, Mr. Lee? You've damaged the car. That I should me. fire you right now. Do you have any excuse for yourself? Everyone's going to know. Going to know what? I'm gonna not going to say anything else. You do see the I'm... very nice Rolls Royce is a little bit banged up. Gudgeon. So, Nothing that I won't take out of my wages. They're handmade. Uh, it's going to cost you a couple of hundred, uh, a couple of thousand dollars. Um, what uh, if I want to intimidate him? What do I do? Um, I mean, you can direct the staff, which is to tell him what to do. You're you are in charge here. You are the butler. All right. What so does going to one a zero prestige do though? It makes you in danger of being fired by the family. It doesn't have immediate effects, but um, as the game progresses, it, okay. it can have effects. 
All right. Um, we are in the midst of a party and a ritual. Uh, I'd like you to stay out here and stay out of the way, and we'll get we'll handle this problem later. How political of you, Mr. Budgeon. Mr. Blackwood will have to know. That's right. Uh, Mr. Blackwood will have to know. Eight. Okay, so that is a partial success, which means um, you can, you, they, um, excuse me, Lee will follow your directions, but uh, you have an, uh, Lee, you have an, uh, a list of options, which is they either lose a prestige, you can't go, excuse me, you can't go below zero, you gain a prestige, or you gain a suspicion about one of their secrets. I'll gain a prestige. All right. So let's a prestige because <laughs> you have a part. You only had a partial success. So I'm following the orders here. Bentley and Beauregard. Beauregard, uh, Bentley Beauregard approaches you. He's got a big package for Lord Blackwood. Oh, very good. I can't wait to see what's this. Have you yeah, seen uh, the dairy cow yet? Yes, yes. I just arrived. I have it tied off at the gazebo. That's a relief. It's a cow, not a bull, I hope. I don't know. I was busy. Um, I I can check. Never mind. As long as it's tied up properly and not too far from the gazebo. Um, Did you see who brought this package? Uh, A messenger, I believe. Uh, No one I recognized. Hey, are you worried about the kids playing on that cow? What's the cow for? I don't expect the cow. I expect the cow will probably be prepared by Shaf before the week's out. She has very little likelihood of surviving the ritual, unless it's another one of his duds. You know. Yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, are we are we starting the party? Everything's going right. I guess I should check with Jacques. Well, what time is it? I have no idea. I've been so busy today. The children came two hours early. They've already destroyed my will to live. <laughs> Probably an hour until one when her parties begins, and then two hours for the ritual. Mm-hmm. I hope this is just more wardrobe for. His lordship, and not something more grim. Yeah, it's it's got to be a jacket or something. It, it isn't that heavy. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, Matilda actually stopped me and said that she didn't want anything to do with those kids. She hates them and doesn't want a party. It's very hard to socialize a child when she's locked in the attic for her own protection. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Sir, her cousin's still alive. I... Hmm. The little sickly boy. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Uh, I could look into that, too. If so, I think we're doing fairly well. I'll uh, take this to his lordship and uh, return to help you with the preparations. Yeah, very good. Do you know much about getting blood from a cow without killing it? 
that's um, kosher, right? Oh, without killing it. Hmm. I don't. It's just that his lordship thinks some of these markings should be blooded. Hmm. Perhaps the stable boy. Yeah, we'd need a vet, veterinarian or something. Yes, I think it would be hard to keep one of those on staff. As you were, then. Thank you, Beauregard. Good day. All right. So, um, Bentley, you take Lord Blackwood his um, package? I'm going to have a look inside the package before I bring it to him. It contains uh, a long black ceremonial robe with lovely uh, detailing along it of glyphs and a very large nasty looking dagger it was the dagger i was concerned about um very large and nasty looking eh um i think I was going to think, I was thinking about blunting the dagger, but Chef and I are not on good terms. I don't actually think he's French either. (laughs) But I'll have to blunt it on my own. I'll take the uh, robes up to him and see what I can do about managing his lordship. It's going to be one of those days. Speaking of Chef. Chef, you're poking around looking for rats? No, at this point, I have two trauma and I'm extremely nervous as I also have zero prestige. So I've been riding kind of nice and easy under the radar for a while, but I really feel like my job is in danger and I feel like that fucking Bentley is about to try and narc on Lady Blackwood. So I am doing everything that I can to actually make the cake using my full talents at my disposal and trying to do a serve the house roll to make a kick-ass blood and orange birthday cake. All right. Make a roll. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Is nine. All right. So with a nine for serving the house, you can either roll with something extra for the remainder of the scene or gain one prestige. I feel like Lady Blackwood, though conspiratorially spying on me, sees that I'm actually working in earnest <laughs> for once. Mm-hmm. And it's it's enough to, I make sure that I am seen working. So I'm confident that I have that prestige back for myself. Okay. So you, yeah, you're, you're working up a storm. Uh, maybe even like, you know, putting on a big show of it all. And uh, eventually, like you kind of hear her shuffle off, like she's she's grown bored with this. Um, Matilda and Erebus appear, Erebus with that, with those big eyes, just staring straight into your soul, looking in danger of coughing all over your cake at any moment. Um at this point, I am going to try and ward them away. Uh, as Erebus gets closer, I want to fluff things down 
on the counter, causing flour to spray everywhere and get in his two big <laughs> eyes as he tries to inhale for a cough. And yeah, I want to essentially just uh, crop dust both of them with cake flour as I say, no, no, no. <laughs> no one inside. Okay. Yeah, they, they both cough up a storm. Um, Erebus, like, really coughing. And Matilda's pounding on his back as he is hacking up a lung. He really gets going. But eventually they settle down and he grumbles. But, Chef, I had something I wanted to add to the cake. A special ingredient. Time. Is it Matilda asking? Erebus. Erebus. Oh, fuck him. No. <laughs> You see him when, like I point pull the out knife this, at like, him. Oh no! I just he has like this little vial in his in his hands of something. Out, um, you little shit! And then he kind of pouts and like sticks it back in his hand in his pocket and, and wanders back out of the um the home. So or back out out, out into the uh, larger part of the home. Mister Lee, what are you doing? I am doing my duties to uphold the uh. Cleaning, cleanliness of the house, getting everything prepared. So, mm-hmm. just serving the house as okay. Mr. Gudgeon ordered. Making no, I told you to stay outside. So, I'm doing that. I'm setting up the tents. In the garage. Okay. No, you're in Making the everything in its place roll. Okay. That is roll plus etiquette. I failed that one. Okay. Something that you do see. That little boy, that little scampy boy that Bentley just shook down about half an hour ago. You see him lurking about the grounds again. It's going to have to do a lot better than that. Are you going to do anything? Or are you just going to let that one? I'm going to continue setting up the tents. Okay, so you're setting up the tents. Um, Beauregard, someone rings the doorbell of Bedlam Hall. The back door. The like servants mm. I guess knock. They probably knock. Yeah, well I'm I'm close enough that uh yeah, I'll I'll start heading that way. I I have my eye out wondering why nobody's getting it, but yeah, busy scrubbing mud off the hallways and everything. Oh yeah, there's mud everywhere. The children have traipsed through this home. Mm-hmm. They went outside, they jumped in a bunch of puddles. It's now pouring down rain. The heavens have opened. The children are not bothered at all. They're dancing in the yeah. rain at this point. Um, this is a disaster. The the you open the door and there is a literal circus outside. Says, "Yep, we got an order. There's some birthday going on. The Blackwood uh, got a call oh, from the butler or something." For Christ's sake! Yeah, it's the gazebo around back. There's tents. And, oh man! Yeah. As you watch them start a procession, there are clowns. There's a tiger in a cage. There are dancing poodles. There are um, lots of performers. And there are a couple of people dressed as pirates. And they're making a big yo-ho of the whole thing, but one of them eyeballs you. Kind of does this number right there. That guy at the door, I'm going to say, who called for the circus again, sir? Uh, Bentley? Fellow by the name of Bentley. Mm. All for a circus. Yes, thank you. And I'm going to go look for Bentley immediately. So, 
You find Bogbear? Where are you, Bentley? I'm assisting his lordship with his exotic Ah, yes. Well, we will bring you there. So, um, yeah, Lord Blackwood, you give him his robe. You do not give him the dagger or you give him the dagger? I'm keeping the dagger back at first and hope he's forgotten about it. Fair. Bentley, perfect timing. I'm thinking the ritual. We misread the script, man. It's not a corkscrew. It's a lightning bolt. And my God, the weather is perfect for it. I think one o'clock should do, don't you? As you will, sir, the children from the village will be gathered in the gazebo at 1 p.m., I must remind you. Again, wasn't it your great-grandfather who was harried a great deal by the villagers bearing torches and pitchforks? Nonsense, I want the children will be perfectly fine. Besides, they're no good for magic, Bentley. There's not enough blood. No. Which reminds me. Your bovine the cow won't do. Oh, the cow won't do. Not no good. I need something better. Something more vital. It's a very spirited looking cow, my lord. These old rituals, Bentley. Sorry, sir. These old rituals, Bentley. Yes. No one gave they didn't sacrifice cows. That was nonsense. People, they've grown so soft these days. The days of human sacrifice, Bentley. That's what we need to get back to. We do have a proud tradition, Malone. Indeed. The rolls had been damaged today, Malone. What? Hmm. Lee, what is Lee doing? He's driving like a drunkard? It wouldn't... He he tricks very long on his uh, errands, I've noticed, Malone. Gudgeon had words with him earlier. Of course, Gudgeon. That's another story. Not to mention Jack. He's at the sherry, I believe. Who the hell is Jack Bentley? Oh, you know, the frog in the kitchen. Ah, is that how you say his name? I believe so. I've been calling him Carpenter. That might work as well, Malone. These robes, sir, they're very interesting. Can you describe what this uh, embroidery is all about? Not a bloody clue, man. I just ordered them. I just... You see the the, sim- the symbols here, Bentley. The symbols here. I tried to get them to match. They don't match very well. Ooh, excellent work, my lord. Have you had any of your laudanums yet, my lord? No. That, perfect. That's, we, yes. The laudanum for the ritual, Bentley. Excellent idea. The children... Oh. There's so many children, Bentley. Shall I have someone on staff set up a lightning rod then on the gazebo, Malone? Good thinking, Bentley. That's a good man. Thank you, Malone. Um, Do you think we should have this dagger sharpened before the ritual, Malone? Yes. Yes, Bentley, I... I knew I could trust you, Bentley. Mm, perfect, perfect. Take a prestige, Bentley. You're really looking out for the house today. All right, so let's transition to the chef. You've gotten most of the food. There, 
you hear children screaming abstinence keeps coming in like flitting in and out asking for more wine uh you you've managed to scare away matilda and erebus they've not returned um the children look to you very hungrily and excitedly there's talk of a tiger um mr chef mr chef can we get some meat to feed the tiger of course of course if it will get you the fuck out of my kitchen and i will give them the last of the package that the valet uh mr bentley and i'll chop it up into little strips that way but you know not too long that way the kids have to get their hands hopefully in the bars to uh feed them yay and they go traipsing through the home beauregard and gudgeon you just see just dirt and mud and mud. Uh, yeah, Mr. Beauregard. It's terrible. Yes. Hello. Uh you seen Bentley. Where, where's Bentley? Um, I'm not quite sure where Mr. Bentley is, but look at the uh-huh. dirt on the floor. We're going to have to have your staff working overtime. Yeah, they they're down around uh the East Wing right now. Same exact thing. It's terrible. Gudgeon, I'm working as hard as I can. May I ask you a question, Mister Beauregard? I, I really need to be fighting Bentley. uh, If it's if it's quick, sir, we'll go to we'll go together. Um, What do you know about Mister Lee? Mister Lee, um, I don't know. I hardly ever have a reason to talk to him. Hmm. I suspect he's quite neglectful in his job, and possibly (laughs) drinking. Yeah, Um, I mean, find Mister. He's a chauffeur, correct? It's a pretty pretty easy job. Indeed, and yet he's damaged the uh, the roles. Oh. That's and, uh, a lot of money, I wonder isn't when it? when he I... was planning on telling any of us. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to drive those things, but I mean, that's expensive mistake, isn't it? Uh, indeed, something that I doubt wow. that he could afford. Uh, I'm wondering how dedicated he actually is to this job. Well, is he's probably freaking out, right? That's <laughs> that's probably pretty scary. No, he seemed quite arrogant about it. Hmm. So, I I don't even. What does the innuendo thing do? What are you trying? So the innuendo is when you hint or reference a confirmed. So you're you're like, uh, you're you're hinting. (laughs) You're hinting. Yeah, you're hinting at something. You're trying to get, you're trying to get like more information, basically. Yeah, I think it's the confirmed suspicion. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't need a suspicion to know that you're out of line. (laughs) I think that's up to the the Lord. I think it's going to go straight to the Lord, but the Lord can't roll the dice. <laughs> so do I roll the dice? I think what the Lord you, checks are you your rolling prestige. to confirm suspicion? What are you rolling? Confirm to suspicion. And I'm, for mm-hmm. suspicions, right? You have to guess one of their secrets. Well, okay. my secret, my my guess of your secret is that you're a snoop and a, and. Uh, looking around and getting information that you shouldn't be getting and wasting time and drinking on the job. 
Okay. Roll for it. Roll plus persuasion. So you are guessing that Mr. Lee's secret is that he is snooping on other people? Yeah, that he's, yes, sort of untrustworthy. Uh, You know, that's an eight. Same as last time. Okay, Okay, so the secret is confirmed as true or false? Yes. So... Mr. Lee, is that true? That I'm snooping? Or is it one of my secrets? To confirm suspicion is to accuse someone of a specific secret. Yes. And it's your secret, or Mm. the gudgeon, it sounded like you were accusing Mr. Lee's secret of being untrustworthy. Does he need to accuse in person? Of breaking on the job? Does that does it need to be like a confrontation though? Because uh, he's talking to me about it. Oh, that's true. That is true. You can say it to my face. Would you like well, to say I'm, it to his face, Gudgeon? I, it, it, <laughs> I I don't understand the co- the complexity of the rules. Uh, I'm it's suggesting to Mr. Beauregard. Ah, uh, okay. So you're just mm-hmm. you're just talking. You're just kind of planting suspicions that you have about yeah. Lee. It's not necessarily right. yeah. uh, something to confirm. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Well, I I appreciate the heads up, Mr. Gudgeon. It's uh yeah, like I said, I don't have that much reason to ever work with him. So I haven't really gotten the chance to know the man. After the party, I'll have some of my own staff help with the uh, cleanup. Yeah, thank you. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, anyway. Did we find Bentley? Yeah, we'll say you all kind of ran into each other oh good bentley uh did, the circus is here did you order a circus you <clears throat> are you referring to the children mr Beauregard? no no like uh like big tent tigers pirates <laughs> and clowns a zoological garden cat was on the premises mr Beauregard? yes yes it is and you don't know about this you didn't order this no, Beauregard, Mr. Gudgeon. We we need to get them out of here. We need to get these people off the property. Well, it's pouring down rain outside, so. Well, uh, yeah, I, as far as and so ever. Do you? Is it? Oh, mm, yes. Uh, Beauregard, why don't you? Uh, do they have? How did they... They're on the premises already. They are. They're setting up near the gazebo. The tiger and... Yes. Clowns. Oh. Yeah, it's it's a circus. <laughs> it is a straight-up circus out there. And, and Mr. Gudgeon, you have no idea about this at all. I thought that we would order... Um a few entertainers, but this has been quite a disaster, if you ask me. Um, yeah. well, I'm not even sure if, Miss, if Ms. Matilda is even interested. We don't know what their intentions are. If if we can't figure out who hired these people, we need them off the property. It could have been uh, Lady Blackwood or Mr. Blackwood, uh, Lord Blackwood. But they said 
You asked for me specifically, Beauregard. Yes, they said that you called them. They have my name. That's curious and troubling. Um, may I suggest, Mr. Gudgeon, that you phone the constabulary while Beauregard and I confront these outsiders? Let's find out first whether one of the members of the family did, in fact, invite them. I'll go speak with Mr. Blackburn. Could I approach Bogart? Actually, I was going to transition to you, Mr. Lee. Um, if you don't mind, of course. We'll say that as that conversation's going on, the people in the circus are setting up outside in the pouring rain, which is where you were anyway setting up for them. So you see a tiger, clowns, poodles, a pony, pirates who kind of don't fit the same vibe. Oh, my my, my eyes group. light up when I see the pirates. Yes. Because that looks like opportunity. The children are very excited and fawning over the tiger, and Erebus is playing with the latch to its, to its cage. Hmm. <laughs> so, Mr. Lee, you wanted to kind of play out some things with Beauregard, so what is it you want to do? Well, I'd like to approach Beauregard after I saw him talking to the other members of the staff. And I'm, could I? Could we take a walk? I'd like uh, to discuss some things with you. I know you're you, busy, you, but you make me jump as I'm like kind of like eyeing around a corner. <laughs> I think this is the uh, of utmost importance yeah, I, for for both yeah, of our uh, yeah, I, employment. What What do you want? Sorry. Well, these, I just want these you people to know. don't have permission to be here. I don't know about that, but I just want to say that when the time comes between me and Mr. Gudgeon, I want you to think very clearly because you might be walking the plank. And that's the innuendo. Yeah. Roll plus secret. So plus one. All right. I will bring ruin to this household. Seven. <laughs> Okay, so as a partial success, you get to choose one. All right. Well. Ooh. I'd like uh I'd like prestige for myself. You were just racking up that prestige. <laughs> I am. But Beauregard, yeah. he does confirm that he knows something yeah. about No, uh, that's yeah, I, I do a hard double take and I just I, are we clear? What, what is what is okay, I I believe so, Mr. Lee. What, oh, very good. what is happening between you and Gudgeon? Is there some kind of factions that I don't know about? I suppose. You tell I me. Mean, you and him? Is, does it go higher than that? Well, I don't know. It's not like we're writing love letters. <laughs> That's another <laughs> That's another one going down. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I get the roll again. Well, uh, sure. Because yeah. that's another secret. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's another seven. All right. What are you taking? Can I? I'll gain another prestige. All right, man. You just, I love it. You're racking yeah. it up. So. And I mean, like, yeah, role play wise, I think that means that you're just like making, earning my respect, right? Because I'm the only one here. <laughs> That's but, the respect of the family. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I, okay. The prestige, prestige I suppose, is you probably backing me up. Otherwise, you're yeah, exactly. Ruined. Yeah, that makes to. sense. That makes sense. But we'll play it like that. I just, hmm. yeah. I'm glad we could see eye to eye. So, 
You've been rummaging through my personal belongings, have you? I wouldn't say that. Uh, all right. That was the see how it is. No, I, I don't right know now. his uh, specific secrets. Yeah, the secrets are a little more dangerous and scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, um, sorry, go ahead, Beauregard. Let's go um, finish out the scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, uh, yeah. All right, let's shake yeah. on it. Pretty, pretty grumpy about it. Just, uh, I suppose, sure, I'll shake your hand. I just, I didn't realize that there was a, just, I was here to do a job, you see. Oh, yes, <laughs> and if go. you do your job, we won't have any problems. Oh, yes. Well, my job is mostly uh, scrubbing mud and shit off the hallway. I really need to get back to that. Yes, you do. If you need me, I'll a- be outside. Let's take a bio break. Okay, let's transition over to Chef. Chef, you are finishing up the last bits of this fabulous meal that you're preparing for the party. You know, you're eventually going to have to bring it out and serve it. You feel... Actually, make an everything in its place roll for me. Which is roll plus etiquette. I should unmute before I do this, yes. Uh... (laughs) Oh! Uh, that's a 13 double sixes excellent so you have a list of questions you can ask you can ask three what am i asking for um okay sorry i will put the questions it's it's in the it's with the um skill so i will put them in the chat oh no i don't know why that did okay i'll just read them out so you i don't know why it no, I, I have the sheet right here okay got it got it um so is something out of place in this room? I want to make sure everything is ready for the birthday. Okay. Is is everything... Or sorry, what was the... Is, is something, something out of out place, of place in, this in this room? Um, You notice, and you did not notice this before, um, but you also hit the wine a lot, so you're not sure when this would have occurred. You see some gouges on the side of one of the cabinets, deep gouges. The food looks perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You have two more questions. Okay. Seeing the gouges, I just want to clock if there are any other exits in this room. There is the back door and an exit into the dining area and a way to get to the servants quarters through here and what about um, in the trap door into the cellar just in case i need to not be seen oh yeah it's definitely an exit okay and then the third question you said that mm-hmm. um abstinence is still here right she's been she flits in and out lingers talks okay. to you she's progressively getting more and more drunk well there's a reason she's getting progressively more and more drunk. If I may, I would like my third question to be as I ply her with more wine and put some of my own empty bottles next to her chair as she's sitting there. Mon cher, oh, never an empty glass, miss. Now, can you tell me anything about Mr. Bentley? Is he, 
been with the family for long. Seems suspicious to me. Well, can that work as a third question? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. I will allow it. Oh, Bentley, he's a very handsome man. You know, you know, I heard he was carrying on for a little while with one of the staff, but she disappeared. Oh no. You and I both know what uh, Aldicott gets up to in his free time. Those strange little, those little experimenty things that he likes to do from time to time. And that is Lord Blackwood she's referring to. Mm -hmm. uh, Daffodil, which is Lady Blackwood, Daffodil seems to think that something happened to her that that maid i think it was a maid that that bentley had some dalliance with for some time oh mon cher well is that just sounds terrible to calm your nerves <laughs> oh yeah she's she's and yeah so just trying really to get her to yep. yeah carry on on this but mm. so yeah so this is just in listening this is that maid that disappeared recently that was just kind of a a noticeable absence around the house mm. and okay got it that gives me some dirt excellent so with the food all prepared how are you going to serve it are you taking it outside <laughs> where the children oh. are rollicking in the mud and the dirt with the clowns and the ponies the tiger <laughs> the has not gotten them yet uh they're struggling you can see if you're looking out the window you see Erebus is now full-on trying to get this cage open okay do we have trays and carts oh yeah okay Absolutely. has Beauregard finally managed to polish the silver instead of just saying that they will well, at, you know, I'll let Beauregard answer that question. Beauregard, has the silver been polished? Yeah, sounds okay. Okay. So in that case, I want to put the filet mignons and a little bit of finger sandwiches and the cake, everything just all in trays and tins and put it onto a cart and know mm -hmm. that I just have to keep track of that in case any more little muddy children want to come by with their grubby hands i at least can lock the cart down okay. and will wheel it out when the time is nearby okay lord blackwood is now and anyone who's inside of the house sees him he's got this long cloak on and he's bustling around the uh the home ordering people about and talking about his ritual he's got all these scrolls out which makes the staff very nervous I so did not know it people was are kind of fleeing in his wake as he moves about, mumbles to himself about finding an appropriate um, offering for this ritual, which really makes like the maids are, are nowhere to be seen at this point. They have scurried off to uh, corners um, unknown. Um, Lady Blackwood is lurking around in corners and you can all hear her murmuring to herself um with a glass of wine in her hand they're in on it they're all in on it they're all in on it and it's, one, it's the chef and there's one other i know there's got to be one other person that's in on this 
Matilda and Erebus. Uh, Erebus is, um, th- they're outside with the other kids. They're trying to get that tiger cage open. Um, what do you all want to do? It's coming to be around that time, one o'clock. Well, I feel um, as this- I must confront this supposed circus since I do not like my name being used out of turn. All right. So you go outside in the pouring rain mm. to the circus that is doing We've its best tents. to entertain the children. <laughs> yeah, the tents. There are tents. Um, that's doing its best to entertain well. the children. And what do you want to do? Does there seem to be someone in charge of this motley group? Yeah, there seems to be a person kind of standing off to the side and, and directing as needed. Master of ceremonies, sort, or? Yes, we'll say that. Someone in a beat-up top hat, perhaps. Yes. Pardon me, sir. What's the name of your menagerie? Oh, this? This is Circle Brothers uh, Circus. As you can see here, we provide all the entertainment you could possibly want for your kids. Perfectly sufficient. Have you been paid in advance, Mr. Your name, please? Ah, my name. My name is AJ Ringley. AJ How can I help you, sir? Ringley. Have you been paid in advance, Mr. Ringley? Oh no, of course not. We that's we make a promise to put on a good show and we guarantee that your money you'll be glad to part with your money afterward. Well, I must explain. My name is Jarvis Bentley, and I've never. Oh heard yes, of Bentley. And I can assure you, I have no intention of paying for you. That you were not invited, except under false pretenses. And I've directed the butler of the household to bring the constabulary here to discharge you from the premises. If you leave before they arrive, you might be able to avoid arrest and other difficulties. He looks a little taken aback by that. Like, oh, <laughs> um, let's see. I think there is a move for this. Go ahead and roll. Does it serve the Guide house? their direction. Did you have something else? I'm sorry. Or serve the house. I'll allow either one, actually. Whichever one works better for you. One's fortitude, one's persuasion. They're both one, so... Um, seven plus one is eight. Not very good. Okay. So they, um, which one did you roll for? Cause the, the part. I think the there. house made more sense. Okay. So you can either roll with something extra for the remainder of the scene or gain a prestige. Oh, I don't, what is something extra? How does that work? Oh, sorry. That's when you roll three dice and you take the two best results. Oh, this is something Mr. Lee did earlier. That sneaky, sneaky driver. Um, scene. I'd best do that because I need to drive them off before mayhem, tigerish mayhem ensues. Okay, well, we'll cut away for a minute. You're having this conversation with them. Jacques, you're setting up the food. Um, Lady Blackwood seems to be kind of hounding your steps a little bit. Um, Mr. Lee, what are you doing right now? 
I think Lady Blackwood's trying to get samples, so I'm keeping her away from the cart. Very well. Mr. Lee, what are you doing? I suppose I'm helping out for the party. Serving the house. Okay. Um, you notice that little boy again. Bulging pockets. Sneaking, really making an effort to sneak around this time. Okay. Come here, little rascal. Okay, so you're going to approach him? Yes. Okay. Well, what do you do? I just want me here for a good time. I just want your stuffy old baller kick me out. Right. And I'm going to start carrying him to the front door. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shake him and empty his pockets on the way. Mm -hmm. What does he have? Um, Jewelry. Oh wow! He's, he's he's upgraded at this point. Okay, well, I'm gonna return this to the house, and I'm going to get him out. Okay. Yep. All right. So you kick him out one last time. Yes. And uh, are you just going to return the jewelry to where it belongs? Or are you doing? Something? Hell no! It's mine. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I'm going to hide it away. All right. Excellent. So no so, other rascals can get it, obviously. No other rascals can get it. Um, Beauregard. Um, you can see... Well, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, you can I, see I Bentley gonna... having a conversation with the the ringmaster of this circus. Yeah. Uh, from a window. You... I am not going outside. <laughs> okay. Because you can see the pirates are looking. Mm. Like they're... They're looking around like there's there's someone they're looking for. They're not even paying attention to Bentley. In fact, yeah. you're gonna stay inside. No, I'm I'm very uh, you know I, my heart feels warm seeing Bentley confront him so sternly. I know the way he gets, and uh, I I would like to swing by my room real quick and uh, make sure that everything's in its place. Okay, so you're going to swing by your room, making everything in its place roll. I got seven. Okay. So for a seven, you can ask one question. Do you see the list mm -hmm. of questions? Yeah. Who's been here last? You, Mr. Lee has been here last. Mm -hmm. oh, you can smell so the uh, aftershave. <laughs> yeah, you can smell Mr. Lee's aftershave in here. Oh, I knew it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, well, now you All know right, those good. threats are real. <laughs> yep. And you notice... Your letters are gone. So, um, outside on the grounds. Um, oh, uh, sorry. Let me answer one little question. Um, okay, sorry about that. You are arguing with Mr. Ringley. You're not really arguing with Mr. Ringley. You have convinced him that this is... Um, you're serious and you mean business and he starts packing up his group of, of people um you can see the pirates are now like lurking around the home and like they're like they're looking in the windows they're trying their hand at the door poking their head in these are not pirate clowns these are people dressed simply as pirates are they dirty or peg-legged or Pirated. 
Um, they do not seem to be dressed in a way that would suggest a children's performer to you. Very well. They seem very out of place with the rest of this group. And they seem to be looking for someone. I sh uh, and they are they attempting stealth in the falling rain? Yeah, not very well. You can see it, but they are trying to be sneaky about it. I shall trudge after them for the moment from the shrubberies. Okay. I've got uh, that ritual dagger mm -hmm. on hand in case they attempt anything untoward. Gudgeon. What are you doing? Hmm. I suppose that I am looking over everything. Um, uh, this is quite a disaster. I see that the entertainers are leaving. The children have muddied up everything. Um, I think that I will... I, I also see that Miss Melissa, or Miss Matilda, is not interested in the party at all. No. I think I'll dismiss the guests. Okay. Um, very well. So you start telling all of the children it's time to go home. Like, oh, they haven't even gotten the, you see chef rolling out the food at this point. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, Lord Blackwood kind of makes this huge display of flinging open the French doors to the uh, to the backyard uh, with his robe fully resplendent, all of these scrolls under his arms. And he says, ah, Gudgeon, it's time. Let's do this. Where's Bentley? Yes, my lord. Um, go now. Go on. Leave. Doubt. Aww. Uh, you see... Matilda, she is in the gazebo. Lord Blackwood's not there yet. And she's doing something, like a little dance. You're not quite sure what she's doing, but the, the gazebo is glowing a little bit. Okay. The children, you can um, you you shush the children away. Are you trying to get the circus performers out? They're kind of packing up, but they look confused. Bentley left. They're Kind of slowly, like looking around. Do you want to? Um, I I saw Bentley out there, so I'm assuming that they're leaving. I'll keep an eye on them. Okay. But uh, Mister um, Miss uh, Lord uh, Blackwood called me, so. Yes. So yeah, he's getting ready to take over the gazebo. Matilda's doing something in the gazebo. Bentley. What are you doing with the pirates? You're kind of watching them. They're whispering among themselves. You can hear the word, um, hold on. They're not gonna say that. They're gonna say something else. Give me just a second. Um, nope, sorry, they will say that. You can hear them whispering Beauregard's name, something about Beauregard. Where is that man? That's quite enough. You scoundrels and vagabonds. I have dismissed the rest of your party. I'm armed and the constable has been phoned. What is it you want with Mr. Beauregard before you depart? And they kind of jump when you when you 
when you kind of creep up behind them. From the shrub um, place. I'll brandish the dagger. It's completely oh, curved. Whoa, 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 whoa. This Beauregard fellow you got working in your employ. Mm -hmm. on his head a bounty on his head worth a good deal of money come on let us good in. Let us in. we'll cut you a deal my position here is rather comfortable and uh frankly i can dispose of him personally you've been very helpful though if you don't leave i shall run you through with this it's Oriental in origin, and I believe terribly sharp. So, with that, that discussion connection? being had, Erebus finally manages to unlock the tiger, and that is when all hell breaks loose. So, the tiger runs out of his cage, the, the ponies are running around in circles, children are screaming, because we still have not quite managed to get them off the grounds yet. Um, in the gazebo, Coming out of what looks like a portal from the ceiling climbs a giant spider, about six feet tall, that is now crawling across the lawn, consuming circus workers while Matilda claps him on. Yay, Mr. Widow is here! Um, Lord Blackwood grabs you, Gudgeon. Gudgeon, the time is right! This is perfect! I need a blood sacrifice, man! I suggest Mr. Lee. Lee? Perfect. Where is he then? Would I make an argument for Mr. Gudgeon? I mean, see how good of a worker I am compared to him. I've worked here for 15 years. So the two of you are arguing while um, Lord Aldicott or Lord Blackwood grows ever more patient. Beauregard, Bentley, and Chef, what are the three of you doing in all of this chaos? I'm looking out from my bedroom window and just, man, I, I, I do throw it. a hell of a party. <laughs> Are you doing anything else while everyone is outside the grounds? Um, I, I'm going to stay inside a little paranoid, but um, I'll start kind of looking for Bentley. That's okay. kind of how that goes. Okay. Bentley, what are you doing? Yeah, from given they were looking for your window by regard, you probably see me sort of theatrically thrusting a dagger at the pirates. Oh, that would be hilarious if I saw that, yes. <laughs> and then all the screaming begins, and so I probably have to turn away from them. Chef, um, Lady Blackwood comes at you clumsily, very clumsily, brandishing a knife. She's like, I know what you've been up to. I know that you are going to try and 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 kill me. I know you're in on it too. And at this point, abstinence throws herself around, like throws her arm around your neck and says, Everyone, I have an announcement to make. We're pregnant. And she, you know, puts a hand on her her stomach. And of course, all of you looking at Chef, he just looks lost. Like, what? what? <laughs> Chef, what do you do? I believe I'm allowed one obligatory soccer blue. Um, it is Lady Blackwood charging at me with the knife. Yes. Okay. And I yeah, abstinence is is drunkenly hanging on you, proclaiming that you the two of you are going to get married as soon as possible. I am going to whip abstinence around in front of me. 
Oh no! And <laughs> it's just reflex at this point. Okay, excellent, Mr. Lee. What are you doing? As all, uh, no, Mr. Lee, Gudgeon, the two of you are fighting over who is going to be the sacrifice for Lord Blackwood, who is growing increasingly impatient as um, Mr. Widow rampages across the lawn consuming circus workers and a tiger is running about while Erebus rides on his back. What are the two of you doing? Well, he's obviously an old dog. He can't learn new tricks. He needs to be put down. Simple as that. Your performance has not been up to par. My performance, though, has. That's nonsense. You dented the Rolls Royce. How is that performance? That was obviously the children that were, were that you allowed to run a monk. You were drunk. Run a monk? A monk. <laughs> Steph, you throw abstinence in front of you as um, Lady Blackwood comes running at you with a knife. Um, Make a... Hmm. <laughs> make a roll. Make a composure. Make, make a roll plus composure. We'll see how you how this uh, okay. shakes out. That is a seven. Hmm. Just enough. Okay. Uh, so you manage to get abstinence in front of you, and Lady Blackwood runs her through with the chef's knife, and. <laughs> Both uh, Gudgeon and Mr. Lee, you both have at least one prestige, do you not? I have no five. No one's at zero? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, because you both have at least one, uh, Lord Blackwood kind of disinterestedly looks between the two of you and goes, ah, and then he sees abstinence bleeding out on the lawn. Ah, perfect. Uh, never mind, never mind, gentlemen. Help me with this. And he's, he's like dragging abstinence lady blackwood is now in hysterics over her it, sister who is not as dead he, as he says that <laughs> and an opportunity to better my standing i'm gonna go ah we will shoot and pick her up in a bridal camera. Yeah, i'm gonna rush towards the body as well of course anything ah, master fuck blackwood. off matt <laughs> oh you need two i'll get the legs you get the arms Bentley, i'm gonna what are you doing? <laughs> don't mind the tiger it did uh, i assume that the um Pirates have run off in distress with, with the tiger and the giant spider and so yeah. on. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's pandemonium. Most of the most of the guests have left. I'm vaguely hopeful that uh, if Lord Blackwood has the correct ceremonial dagger, this might not end in complete destruction. So I am bearing it toward him. Uh, in okay. A, oh, you're bringing him the dagger itself. That's correct. Okay. Stately, stately walk. It's it's in a red silk. I've got an mm -hmm. umbrella, and I'm okay. watching with my lord. My lord, right. dagger! Ah, brilliant, Bentley, yes! Good man, good man. And they say good help is hard to find, but my god, my staff is brilliant! So he, uh, I think Chef and Mr. Lee are arguing over the not dead body of abstinence Lycurgus, who is doing the like i'm not dead <laughs> i have her As in a reverse bridal carry with her back up in my arms and i imagine lee's like grabbing her feet just off to the side uh, jock jock you make uh, us both look good i'll make sure you're rewarded 
with that, I shuffle over. That way, the weight's more evenly distributed. Very well. <laughs> All right. So you get to the gazebo. Um, and, well, you try to get to the gazebo. Mr. Widow is there. Uh, giant six-foot spider who is running rampant. In fact, I would like anyone who is in the vicinity to roll for Ignore the Strange. We are long due. This, so is, here, this is okay. This is okay. That's one actually, more you day. too, Beauregard, you're watching all of this nonsense go on. Here is a question. If I can use mm-hmm. one of my pointless moves. Too busy sure. to care. I have far too much work to worry about what the family is up to. When ignoring the strange, roll with something extra while in the midst so of performing my task. Ooh, Mr. Lee, four. Painful. Unlucky. Beauregard, how'd unlucky. you do? I rolled double sixes, so 14. Oh, oh yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, yep. Chef, how'd you do? That is double sixes for me as well. So I oh, think that perfect. is 13. Gudgeon, how'd you do? I got 11. I was just reading what. Also perfect. Yeah, we spent all day preparing for this. We know This is what happen. we're used to. <laughs> I rolled a nine minus one for my composure. However, I've seen bloody worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, should I roll for that? Sure, absolutely. I mean, I haven't received trauma officially yet, but I assume I would. You will soon. So I shall see bloody worse. Oh, and that's also two sixes, the first decent roll I've had. Good grief. All right, yeah, you shake it off. You ignore the trauma. Mr. Lee, you take two trauma as this giant spider kind of bears down on you and takes ah! one of its eight legs and and like tosses you aside um i hope we have good medical <laughs> um lord blackwood who is just completely unfazed looks at the spider bentley lord did did who summoned it in my absence? I was supposed this was supposed to be the ritual. This is one of Matilda's, my lord. But I This brought- is the one I wanted. Oh you fine, don't... fine, damn it. Give 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 it give abstinence to it, at least. That'll appease it. My lord. Gentlemen, thank you. Alright. Alright. You feed I'll... I'll <laughs> I'm not abs- dead. I feel yeah, fine. No, she, she she puts up a fight. Um, but <laughs> Mr. Widow consumes abstinence. Um, Erebus seems first. I wanted this. to know she's alive. What so I feed, her, I feed her feet first. Oh, okay. So we can Lovely. sense Wonderful. She's alive. Um, Matilda. And uh, Erebus, completely unfazed, Matilda even says, Oh, yes, wonderful, Mr. Widow's tea party. Happy birthday, Matilda. And everyone sings happy birthday to little Matilda, who is now having a delightful birthday party as she consumes Chef's delicious cake. And the rest of you, uh, we close the day on another average day at Bedlam Hall. And that is the terrible tale of a simply dreadful birthday party. But it wasn't dreadful. It was wonderful. <laughs> Spider got his food. <laughs> so I would love to know, we only got a hint of a few people's secrets. So what is everyone else hiding? Well, 
uh, in addition to what you learned about the scullery maid, I didn't murder her. I just let Lord Blackwood use her for one of his experiments. Uh, also, the sweet meets the children and uh, the ladies enjoyed earlier. Some of them are human flesh. I have an arrangement with the undertaker in town. I get organ meat delivered to the house a few times a week. It amuses me to watch you all enjoy the liver sausages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Gudgeon, what were you hiding from everyone? Well, my real name is Will uh, Brownlow, uh, and I escaped from an insane asylum uh, 15 years ago changed my identity and started working here. Uh, my problem was is that I, I, I was a psychopath. Um, and then and my second uh, my second uh, secret was once I started working here, if I didn't like somebody on the staff and I couldn't get them fired, I poisoned them. except for the, the, the except for the past gardener, where we had an argument, and I hit him over the head with a shovel and buried him out on the, out on the grounds. So Mr. Lee was next. <laughs> nice. Speaking of Mr. Lee, what were you hiding from everyone? I also murdered a farmer slash gardener, and uh, when I was sixteen, I ran away from home and changed my identity, and wow. I was having an affair. <laughs> With the same maid that Mr. Bentley was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had some good crossover secrets accidentally. Beauregard. Yeah, it was Captain Beauregard until my crew mutinied. <laughs> and oh, I you're a pirate. Oh, <laughs> got this job to hide away from him. And then, uh, you know, that thing about the love letter, that's the, the Duke of York's daughter. It's uh, Peppermint Patty. I got something not good going with her. <laughs> and Chef. And Chef Jacques Charpentier is not French. He is French Cajun who was running away from a lot of gambling debts in Louisiana and then posed the yeah. Yep. And then posed as a Frenchman in the UK because these stupid English just they taste anything with seasoning and assume that it's good food. Uh, so that was my first secret. Bentley pretty much got both of mine. I just, I embellished in my second one is that I have been dipping into the Blackwoods uh, wine stash and sampling it as if you start at the middle, they always ask for the oldest vintage. So there's plenty of time for new stock to be coming in and was pawning all of that off on our dearly departed abstinence. Guys for playing. Is a just a little bit of a different um, RPG system, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you taking time to play. Thank you for running. Thank it's you. Delightful. I mean, yeah, it's, it's delightful. Awful. It was awful. It's funny the uh, the allusions that the public stuff included didn't mention Edward Gorey, but I think that's the most suitable. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you've ever seen the artwork, the artwork is incredibly Edward Gorey. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not it's I, not really scary. It's just no, all yeah. it's all bad. It's all yeah. mm -hmm. 
It's all delightfully macabre. I still love that the whole book starts off with an apology from the author. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little lemony snicket if you've ever read uh, lemony snicket. This kind of like that style of writing, that morose style. Yeah, it's an interesting game. It's the mechanics interesting. I don't think I got it for most of it. Powered by the apocalypse, I didn't know. Tricky. Yeah. I didn't know if I could interrupt, like when, when okay, I'm the butler. I'm watching the house all the time. So when he went upstairs and started snooping around, I I asked you if I could notice that, because I would definitely right. notice the chauffeur going upstairs where he doesn't belong. Uh, but I didn't know if I could just interrupt. And by then it was gone. Yeah, it's it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. You know, you you work in a manner to be able to keep tabs on the entirety of it and its staff is probably not possible. So yeah, and it's it's just very, it's not a skill-based system, right? It's just heavily right. into role-playing. So it's not yeah. necessarily about seeing someone do something or catching it or succeeding in it. It's more like the interactions, but. And, and I think yeah. that the interactions, the mechanics work better with NPCs, particularly with those around the family, it felt kind of tricksy whenever you were dealing at like between the PCs, where it's just like, I can make someone do something like that was also something I, I, as the cook, it was weird, because I just really felt like I need to just stay in the kitchen. Because if I wandered out right. of the house, I'm just going to get yelled at. So I didn't have much of a reason to do that, <laughs> except for trying to smooth abstinence if I needed a back uh, way out. Right. Um, but also, like, there were times I was just going to kill like that kid if he came hmm. back into the kitchen i would just murder him with a knife and like i don't know if there's something i needed to roll for that or what also Fair. like yeah. yeah yeah i thought about murdering bentley too if i could have got him alone my uh cruel move is, <laughs> a, is a physical altercation but um, yeah mine too that's what I I, <laughs> yeah i added an additional secret that like I knew that that was human flesh is why I kept just pawning it off on all the guests and people, because I've used that to dispose of a few folks that I didn't much like around the house. Now, I, the, when you first mentioned that the special order came in and it tasted of pork, I was like, does he know my secret? Because I, I thought that somebody else had said something that suggested they knew my secret in the, in the pregame preparation stuff. So did you ascertain that just out of, was it, did you learn that in game or did you just sort of. Holly sent me the secret uh, or as a, a start of a secret is that the Valetus stated that he occasionally brings you meat to serve the Blackwood family quote Lord Blackwood's orders. I just took the leap and I was just like, that's people meat. And also <laughs> I have served meat pies quite a few times around the house between staff changes. Well, and I knew that cook was serving meat that was odd and that I couldn't identify what it was or where it was coming from. Um, and I yeah, think that's one, one of the things overlap. that, Sorry, one of the, that's one of the things that kind of threw me off because what was the original scenario that you were going to run called? Um, the, the, uh, a terrible tale of, uh, family tradition. unsettling tradition and unsettling, an unsettling tradition. tradition well i thought it's going to be that we all eat human meat <laughs> so i thought the game would be about solving that sort of mystery uh, where the gotcha. meat was coming. 
So then it it just suddenly didn't make any sense to me. That yeah. Why would I go into the the chef and confront him? Yeah, it's you know, not. I, it's I was going to confront him with horse situation. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. secrets to un. Well, <laughs> I'm not no used to, to Just survive the point. shift. That's yeah. that's yeah. the goal. Survive, survive. Oh, we all survived. Now, if we hadn't you told did. each other our secrets, we could come back in the next episode. If you, um, I mean, you still could. You just give each other shit the entire time. Um, <laughs> if, if anyone had gone to zero prestige and and good on chef for kind of <laughs> eking out a single prestige for himself before the big to do, they would have been a direct target for Lord Blackwood's um, ceremony. Mm-hmm. Well, but you 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 threw an innocent NPC before you like a proper. Mm-hmm. Staff. Hey, she didn't feel oh, any yeah, pain. Not much. But no, she, been, she was still she was still complaining as she was dragged outside. That was a lie. She was just asking for another glass as she was dragged outside. Like I, she was loaded by the time that knife hit. All these people drinking so early in the morning. I thought when she was going to ask you for a drink, you could say Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I, every, everybody's drinking so early in the morning. I thought yeah, when she yeah. asked asked you for a drink, you said Bloody Mary. Oh, it's so Something dreary and depressing mimosa. here. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> it's uh, Bloody Mary's existed in 1919. They might not have. Don't think they did. Air of the dog. That should be our next adventure: is to make one. Yeah. How to make a true Bloody ritual, Mary? Yeah, the ritual beverage. Throckmorton Castle and the origin of the Bloody Mary. And everyone in the staff is actually named Mary, and also all of them in the household. And it's very uncomfortable. Hey, David, you sounded like Martin uh, Martin the Robot from... Uh, you mean Martin? Don't talk to me <laughs> yes. about life. You totally caught me. That's great. That's what I was doing. <laughs> you and I are always thwarting each other. I do wish you, we could... He's recording. Oh, yeah, oh. we are recording. Yeah, we got to oh. do the wrap-up. Well, that's right, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's my wrap-up. Edit mark, I guess. Completely forgot, yeah. Our players included Dr. Lex Hurley, Kaylin McDowell, Alex Sun, David Gasway, and myself with Holly Buto as the master of the house. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Bedlam Hall role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.